It is college football Saturday, and Joe and I have a slew of guests for you. We got a ton of games to cover. Got college football, of course. It's college football Saturday, and that's what we generally concentrate these shows on. If the cappers have picks and you know college hoops or uh, or uh, NBA as well, we're certainly not going to stop them from giving them out. Joe, how you doing today? I'm great. I'm so excited for today. It's going to be a great one. You know, I'm watching on TV, and I can see the weather. Um, they're adding Columbus. It looks like um, for the uh, Buckeyes game against uh, Michigan State. It looks like it's chilly out there. Um, I don't know. Where's how it is? Looks pretty cold around the country. I heard Brian said yesterday in Philly it was in it was sixty or seventy though. Um, oh uh, wow! You know, but that uh, is nice. Certainly, do, certainly doesn't look like that in Columbus this morning though in Ohio, not too far from Pennsylvania. I'm guessing that their weather is not much different than mine. We're sitting at a nice plus four for the day that's, as our high. That's that's Celsius. <laughs> so that's like yeah. about 40, right? Just yeah, around 40. About 40 degrees. My teeth chatter at 50. You know, it's like that's just how it is. I've always been like that, though. I'm from Miami. I never saw snow until I was, you know, 15 years old and uh, just never got used to it. I live, I've lived in cold places, Boston, Chicago, and uh, like I said, Never, uh, never got, never, ever got used to it. It definitely has to hurt these players hitting that solid cold ground today. Tiba, glad to see you. Um, been a long time since I've seen a lot of, you know, that's the, that's the beauty of, um, you know, you know, all the things that have happened over the recent years. Um, it's kind of like blessing and a curse. It's like, you know, some people I haven't seen, you know, haven't seen, they've, they've never found me again. You know, and they still find me. It's pretty cool, right? But anyways, still doing the same thing. Still the same same act. <laughs> <laughs> same act, different t shirt. Yeah. Joe is um Joe's starting to learn that that our that we could hold it together during football season, okay, on our show, Rod and Brian and I. But you get into college basketball and it's 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 basically like a third grade classroom. It's, you know, it's too much. It too, definitely it's, can be. It's too many games. It's too many bets. We can't hold it together. It's, um, yeah. you know, it, it definitely goes off the rails in a hurry. So just it is what it, it is. Does. But we have a new guest with us um, this morning, Joe. First timer, a guy who's been on the site for a while and uh, some known for a while. But uh, I think it's the first time you've had him on the show too so yeah absolutely first time meeting him i'm excited well this is um this is the anti-mitch when it comes to college football this is damien sash he um you can see what team he roots for and it's not the good guys you know but um uh we're the good guys no not the good the not good guys um really the forgotten team this year damien college football they only have one loss this season and it was it's against um one, a high, it's one of the highest ranked teams in the country. So while Ohio State has a ranked loss to a team that, um, you know, that's ranked up there in the top five as well, they seem to be getting a lot more favorable treatment, even though Notre Dame has clearly played the much tougher schedule and really has done more damage against that tougher schedule, including that thrashing of Wisconsin. I mean, that really, to me, is the benchmark game here, is, is that this is a team that's kind of like, yeah, they've got it together now, they're not playing the same, you know, and all that stuff, but it's like, I mean, what do you think? I mean, it is. I mean, you, they really are kind of getting the short end of the stick here. Um, 
I'm hoping things can, things can still work out, that they can make it in the college football playoffs. It's going to be tough. I mean, obviously, they got two games left. They should handle both those games rather easily with Georgia Tech and Stanford. Um, you look at the Ohio State, as you mentioned, and they got that loss to Oregon sitting out there. Notre Dame's only loss is an undefeated Cincinnati team. I think Notre Dame plays them again. I think Notre Dame beat Cincinnati. I mean, Notre Dame, the chance to get them early on in the year, they're having trouble defensively, trouble with that offensive line. Those are two things that they have really solidified, and they're playing their best football of the season going forward. Um, when I look at how the playoff rankings are right now, Ohio State being ahead of Cincinnati, I just think it, maybe the playoff committee is looking at, all right, you put these two teams in a neutral site, who's going to beat who? And I think they just pick Ohio State, which I would happen to agree with. I think Ohio State is better than Cincinnati. But when you look at the body work, you got to look. They have a loss. Cincinnati doesn't. Cincinnati's beating a top 10 ranked Notre Dame team at their place. So, you know, it, it'll all shake out, I guess, in the in the coming coming weeks here. And um, as a Notre Dame fan, I'm hoping that it shakes out for the best for them and they uh, get in the playoffs. <laughs> I don't think you can, you know, and, and the thing is, maybe, maybe it's how I, maybe it's how I grew up. Maybe it's, maybe it's, um, you know, the college football that, that I don't, you know, that, that I knew and that I don't know anymore, but the way it always was and the way it, you know, the way that we know it to be is that because there is no true playoff system, you know, that Every Saturday is a playoff, and regardless if that happens in week one or week 15, you lose, well, now it's out of your hands. And especially as a Miami fan, where we've never gotten the, you know favorable treatment in the polls at all. I mean, we won 38 games in a row and started the season number six you know, in the polls after winning 20 in a row. So it's like, you know, we, we know this, right? And the thing is, it's like, Ohio State is given favorable treatment, but we've seen time and time again when they don't enter the playoff undefeated, they get shellacked, I mean, in these games. And the Big Ten generally gets shellacked as well. And it's like, if anything, Michigan State has a better argument here than Ohio State. And if Michigan State, um, you know, pulls the pulls the upset today, which I think they certainly have a reasonable chance of doing, um, you know, they're in. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I don't. I guess maybe the the answer is some expansion. Maybe they they take it to eight teams. I'd be perfectly fine with that. I don't think a college football fan out there wouldn't be. Um, but then you know, before they got into the playoff system, one of the my most favorite things about college football was the fact that every day essentially was a national championship game. Because yeah. if you lost, you were toast. You were done. I, I remember growing up every team that won the national championship, they basically were unblemished. They were undefeated. It's not the case anymore. Um, and I guess with the playoffs, that's, that's just how it is. But I think when you, you know, when you have a system, which, you know, a team like Cincinnati isn't going to get a fair shake and it's like, you know, you, you get both sides of the coin here. It's like, you know, at what point is, you know, you, 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 you bash a team like Baylor for not taking a knee. And then you talk about the eye test and not impressive enough wins with Cincinnati. It's, you know, they beat the same teams that Ohio State beat and had the same results against the point spread that Ohio State did. Tulsa and Indiana are, are the two teams that they played. And then the both, the, the both teams played against a ranked, top 10 ranked team. Cincinnati won, Ohio State lost, yet they're ahead. And it, it doesn't really come down to that anymore. It comes down to TV rate, ratings. And that's why I'm surprised Notre Dame's not deeper into the mix here, which I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do get in um, at this point, because I think what we're going to see is, you know, Georgia will play Alabama. If Alabama right. loses that game, they are out. 
And right. no one's really talked about that. And this is not a great Alabama team. This is a, a good Alabama team, but this is not an elite Alabama team, just like this is not an elite Ohio State team. You know, this is not. You know, this is, this is a, an Ohio State team that beats the bad teams up. This is what they are, you know. So we're going to find out today. But anyways... Let's get to, to let's get to your pick. We could talk college football. I have a feeling we could do an entire three shows on it. And Joe knows it because she's had to sit through it with me before with other guys. <laughs> Absolutely, I think you should just have a full time dedicated college football show. Just all year, twenty four hours of college football. Seven. <laughs> you could talk it twenty four hours a day. I absolutely know that. I'd probably get onto some side topics. But Damien, what game do you got for us today? As far as a free pick. All right, yeah, uh, as far as the free pick going today, guys, I'm going to take a look at the Iowa State-Oklahoma game. Uh, both teams are coming into this game um, off of a loss from last week and really kind of disappointing performances from last week. Uh, Iowa State, they're now 6-4. and four. They lost to Texas Tech. Uh, and Oklahoma suffered their first loss of the season. They dropped down to 9-1, and one, and we're just talking about the playoffs. That, that loss to Oklahoma was really devastating because it pretty much – takes them out of playoff contention for the most part. Uh, you know, even though Iowa State, they're coming into this game at 6-4, and four, they have a very good defense. It's um, the number 10-ranked defense nationally in yards per game allowed. Um, they're giving up just 111.5 rush yards per game and under 195 yards passing per game. So no matter who's going to be a quarterback for the Sooners, uh, whether it be um, – I'm sorry, Spencer Rattler or Caleb Williams, I think they're going to have trouble moving the ball against Iowa State's defense. Uh, you know, the Sooners managed just 260 yards of total offense against Baylor. I think Iowa State, statistically at least, is better than Baylor. And like I said, they're going to have trouble moving that ball. Offensively, Iowa State, they're not a team that's going to wow you, but they're solid. I mean, Brees Hall, is, um, he almost has run for 1,200 yards this year. Um, Iowa State quarterback Brock Purdy is a senior. It seems like he's been there for like the last 20 years quarterbacking. Iowa State. I, I <laughs> just seems like he's always there. And he's not going to be faced with that environment in Norman. And I like uh, Iowa State with the points in this game. And an upset uh, by the Cyclones would not shock me in this one. Joe? Yeah, I have to day agree. Norman. Pardon? Senior day in Norman, I believe. Yeah, I, I just really think this is an Oklahoma team that we should have seen win by so many more points in a lot of these games. I think Iowa State keeps it close in this. They're 3-0 and against the spread this season after a loss. I think this is a team that's way hungrier today. Um, I like them plus the points, and I agree with you. They could win this up outright in a upset here. You know, I, I agree as well. Matt Campbell's had a disappointing year in Ohio, at Iowa State. This is a team that a lot of people projected to win the Big 12. Last week's performance against Texas Tech was absolutely pathetic. I think we can only say that it was probably a look-ahead spot to this. They fell behind early. They somehow managed to come back. I don't even know how they they managed to even come back in that game. And then they lose on like a 78-yard field goal or something. And, you know, if you put yourself in position um, to to lose like that, well, you then you can lose like that. You know, it's a game that should have been a no-doubter. Kind of like one of those it, – it, it's one of those games that if it's Urban Meyer coaching, you know, it's a workmanlike effort, you know, 21 – Eight, you know, or something, right? And it's like, but it wasn't. And it was like, you know, Matt Campbell is always mentioned for these big coaching jobs that come up. And Lincoln Riley, of course, his name is out there for that LSU job. And we know they pay up, you know, at LSU. He's probably looking nine, ten million a year that he would have to turn down if he turns down that LSU job. So I think, you know, both these coaches, it is a big game. But I think that we've seen the Oklahoma defense over the years just way too soft, and uh, I think Iowa State was just looking ahead last week to this one. 
And, uh, you know, I think it's going to be a good game. Oklahoma certainly has the athletes. These teams played in the Big 12 championship game last year. I think, I think also this te- this line looks fishy. I would have expected Oklahoma to be favored by a lot more, and I think it's just begging you to take Oklahoma. All right. Well, what do you got for sale today at uh, Pick Dogs? All right, guys. Uh, you know, it's a huge day of sports, you know, basketball, football. Um, I've got five college football plays out there for sale, including my college football game of the month. You can get all those in a five-pack for just 40 bucks. Um, I'm really, it's, we have a really solid card going here in college football today. I absolutely love it. Um, and then college basketball right now, I'm 500 plus 500 units on the season. Um, I have a college basketball player out there for sale. So college basketball is your thing. Hop on board in that. So um, looking forward to a real big Saturday, real big weekend guys. Well, we know you got to run. So we appreciate you coming by and taking a couple minutes to spend with us. Um, welcome back anytime. We hope to see you again soon. All right. Thank you guys. And you have a good weekend. You too. Damien Sash, first time on the show. Nice job, right? Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was great. I like his pick there. I think that's a really solid one. Yeah, that's going to be one of the fun games early. And, um, you know, there's a good of these early noon games. There's a bunch of good ones, and that's one that's certainly going to make my rotation on on the board. That That's for sure. Yeah. Got, um, like I said, a lot of guests uh, for today. I'm just... Uh, when when you guys see me scrambling like this, it's usually I'm just trying to get the uh, the next guest set up behind the scenes here. I'm just kind of running everything. But uh, <laughs> next up is going to be Shane Mickle joining us from Minnesota, and I have a very specific question for him um, as we bring him on board. And you know, so Shane is in Minnesota, and Joe knows we we talk about Minnesota teams all the time on our yeah. morning show. But so the Minnesota Wild, right? So someone was eating a hot dog, right? And there's a blotch. The ketchup, the mustard, and the relish, it all fell on the floor, and it kind of looked like this shape and kind of like clouds you see in the sky. And they said, okay, let's just make this our logo. Is this what happened here? Yeah, I, I think so. It might have been. Because I mean. It could be the worst <laughs> logo in all sports. It, yeah, it is. And the, and the colors are even worse. I mean, I, I hate it, but. Well, it's, it is ketchup, mustard, and relish, and you know the thing about it is, it, it does look like you know it took me it took me over a year to figure out what it was, and finally Ruffalo had to explain it to me. You know that's that's how bad it got. You know because well, I and I'm, I just call it the smudges. I thought it was like a cyclone or something. You know, like when you see it, it was like until he explained it. I just thought it was like a cyclone or something. I I could not figure it out. Well, and the, and the mascot is just a makes no sense either. It's just this long haired bear looking thing <laughs> yeah the mascot is worse than the logo yeah and anywhere anywhere is an eighteen thousand on the back of his the back of his jersey to represent all the fans it's just a big big old cat <laughs> sound sounds like a dumpster fire to me we'll be we'll be fading the smudges sometimes in the neighborhood near you um based on that alone i i you know i know they have a good team this year and just like the gophers have been playing pretty well this season too and uh the the Vikings, I really thought that they would be better this season with the with the fans in the stands. I think they have a tremendous home field advantage, but we're going to find out tomorrow just exactly how good it is with Aaron Rodgers heading into town. But um, you know, I I just think you know we talk about you know the I love like the the I love the stuff outside of the actual game. You know, Joe's like had to sit through the torture of like, hearing me talk about it all the time, and you know I love the way the Vikings do the skull chant and the blowing of the horn. <laughs> they do the whole thing, and it's like. You know, but it's just not working for him this year. It's like, 
you think it's a coaching issue there? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, for for a defensive coach, I mean, injuries have definitely been an issue. But I mean, if you get a defensive coach and your defense struggles, it, it's pretty tough. And also, I mean, Kirk Cousins gets a lot of hate, but I'm one of the Vikings fans that actually doesn't mind him. Um, I just don't think that they give him a chance to win. I mean, they, they're treating him like, you know, the Gophers treat Tanner Morgan. You know, thir- third and seven, and they're afraid to throw an interception, so they throw the two-yard check down to the fullback. I mean, he's got an arm. He's got Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen outside. Just let him air it out. I mean, I don't want to bring up a sore spot for Joe, but, I mean, last week against the Chargers, they let it. They let him air it out, and it worked. Um, so I think if – but Zimmer, you know, he just – it doesn't matter, you know, how bad the running game is. They just got to keep running the ball, running the ball. And, you know, I, th- I think it's time for a new voice inside that locker room for sure. Yep. I just adjusted the volume. So you guys let me know if that's better. But um, anyway, Shane, what do you got going on today for uh free pick? Um, yeah, I'm going to look at this uh, Iowa-Illinois uh, game. And if you like a classic Big Ten boring, you know, smash mouth, run the football type of game, this is going to be the game for you. Um, you know, both of these teams aren't great offensively, um, but one thing that Illinois is not getting enough credit for is their defense. Uh, this is a team that's, you know, spent, uh, shut down Sean Clifford. Um, you know, basically every quarterback they face, they've shut down. Um, they force a team to go on the uh, to run the ball, and every one of the last seven um, games for Illinois has finished under this uh, 38.5 mark. Um, you know, it looks like the uh, Iowa might have something with their new quarterback here. Um, but I think Illinois' defense makes this a one-dimensional game. I think uh, this would be a, a big uh, game where both teams just run the ball, not a whole lot of passing. I think it's going to be ugly. I see a you know, 17-10 type of game, 17-13 maybe type of game. Um, but this game is going to go way under the total. Joe, this this does have all the makings of the type of game we come on at halftime and people say, what a stinker this is, you know? Um, and that we love. I love these games. <laughs> these yeah. are my games. I love strong defensive yeah, games, too. too. And like, I think this is definitely going to be one again. And I'm on Illinois plus the points. I think this is one that we're not going to see a whole lot of points, and it's just too many for Iowa to cover today. We also look at Illinois against uh, Big Ten teams. They're 5-2 and two against the spread. So give me them plus the points. I'm with Joe Most on this four. one. I'm with Joe on this one. I'm going to take the points as well with Iowa State, with I, with Illinois against uh, against Iowa. It's just this is my type of game, and I, I like these games not just because it's just defense, smash mouth, hard hitting, buckle up the chin strap football. I like it because the pace. Generally, these games yep. move along very quickly. They're over in a hurry. It's like, you know, you're in, you're out, and it's like you saw a good game in the process. You know, it, to <laughs> me, it's like you get into these passing games, you know, these teams that are playing the spread offenses, like that Oklahoma-Iowa State game. I mean, that game's going to be bleeding into, you know, who knows when they're going to end that thing. You know, that thing. <laughs> Tomorrow. You know, right. You know, it's like, but I think this is going to be a good one. I like the under. I like Illinois as well, just for the same reasons that Joe said. I don't think there's going to be a lot of points at all. Well, and I, I think one of their big key when you when you take games, you know, because a lot of people see 38, 37, 40, you know, it's just your mind thinks you got to take it over because there's got to be at least team, you know, got to get to 20, 20. Um, but these teams, you know, they do a lot of their scoring in the first in the first uh, first half. Um, both of these teams are near the bottom of the college football in t- terms of points scored in the fourth quarter. Um, so, you know, this isn't going to be a game where all of a sudden there's 17 points scored in the fourth quarter that, you know, pushes it over the total. So one of the questions in the comments here is they're talking about you, but they said KBL, but it's KBO. Um, you still covering that? 
Korean baseball. I, I, it's it's funny, um, Chris, I, I, I haven't paid attention to it. Um, we're not covering it anymore on the site, and I really haven't paid much attention to it. Chris uh, Ruffalo, a couple weeks ago, asked if I, I had paid attention. And, you know, last year when there was, when there was no sports, it was – you know, I was up till three, four in the morning uh, watching these games, but with so many more sports on, uh, you know, I'm sticking more to the American sports or English soccer. All right. Well, what do you got over at Pick Dogs today? Um, we got a little bit of everything. I've got a ton of college football, uh, one NBA, college basketball, and they're all kind of just in random uh, different packs. I got a seven-pack uh, college football, um, or you can get a five-pack uh, college football and a couple basketball. Um, you know, all, all sorts of different packages there for everything. Um, my, I, the one I recommend is that early, uh, early game or the early afternoon pack, five pack college football. It's got three big 10 winners. I really like in it. 34 95. All right. Well, we appreciate you joining us. We know you're on a tight schedule as well today. So, uh, we definitely appreciate you coming by. And of course we'll see you tomorrow, right? For NFL football. I'm off tomorrow, but I will be back on next week. Well, you got a pick for everyone for tomorrow then while you're here? Um, I, I, I do. I like the Vikings Packers under. I think, uh, um, I think both offenses are going to, are going to struggle here. I think uh, the Vikings defense is going to show up with that crowd. Um, Aaron Rodgers has struggled um, in, in uh U.S. bank stadium. And I like the under in that game. He gets sacked a lot there, right? I mean, he gets, it seems that, you know, in Seattle and there is where he seems to just get sacked. Like no one's business. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Everson Shane. Griffin's going to have his, his uh, ears pinned back for him tomorrow. Well, we appreciate you stopping by. And, uh, of course, for the picks. And you can get Shane's picks over at Pick Dogs. Also, tons of free pick write-ups he does every day. So, uh, check those out as well. Definitely. Have a good weekend, guys. Best of luck, Shane. Thank you. You too. Shane Mickle. Good show so far. Absolutely. I love all the picks so far today. I do, too. I like. I just yeah. think that we're at that time of the season that the guys are really dialed in. It's like we're not like guessing anymore. We're not yeah. kind of like you know uh, hoping whatever. It's kind of like we know these teams, you know. And it's like Absolutely. there's one more week of the regular season left. There's a lot of look ahead games, you know, this week of teams looking ahead where they have their big big matchups are next week, yeah. and um, you know. <laughs> You know, we see like the Oregon um, Utah game where Oregon's got the Civil War next week. And if you don't think that Oregon State, you know, Oregon game is something, go go take a look at the penalty uh, yards in those games, you know, over the years. <laughs> it's the most. They wanted to cancel the game. It's like, because they can't get the players to stop fighting, you know, on the field to actually play the game. Yeah. Um, that's how, that's, that's how a rivalry. Much, oh, that is a rivalry. And of course, yeah. you know, today we got Northwestern playing Purdue at Wrigley Field. We've got, uh, you know, next week, the Axe game, Minnesota-Wisconsin for the Axe. I should ask Shane about that. I'll probably have a lot more to say about it next week. Florida-Florida State is next week. Clemson-South yeah. Carolina, Georgia-Georgia Tech, Michigan-Ohio State. You know, all, you know, big, big games. The trophy games. The old Oaken Bucket will be out. I had to send Joe a picture of it, you know, from oh, that was discussion. Cool. It's, it's, it's yeah. a big deal. You know, it's not like it's a little thing. It's like... You know, Thursday on Thursday we'll see the Egg Bowl game. You know, between Ole Miss and, and Mississippi State, and you'll see yeah. it's for these guys. It's it's this is the game they want to win. I mean, yeah, they, yeah you want to win a championship, whatever. But this is the most important game of the season. You know, for for these guys, the the Egg Bowl. It's kind of you know because you have to live with it for another year. You know, it's like if if you're not able to get it done. Absolutely, I think we've got a lot of dogs barking today too. I'm loving some of them. 
Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I'm on a lot of dogs myself, and uh, yeah. you know, I'm I'm still I'm still kind of picking through the college uh, college basketball world, but uh, just kind of picking my spots. I kind of got bit yesterday on on a couple games, but that happens. I won one, I lost two. It was kind of like. I didn't love my third game, and I, it's happened to me two nights in a row. I didn't love my third game, and I lost them both. So it's like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just going to give out, on days like that, I'm just going to give out just indiv- two individual picks instead of doing, trying to do a three-pack yeah. because I can't, um, I just can't nail them down, you know? It's like, yeah. I'm, I'm doing this third game, and it's just costing me, you know? So yeah, uh, I think that's best, Mitch, for sure. Just leave it off. And then there's other days where it's like you just you want to do every game, you know. I saw Jovan. <laughs> I know. I Today's saw, one of those. I saw right? Jovan here, and now he's gone. Um, okay. I don't know. I guess we'll just try and we fill. lose him. We lost him, but uh, hopefully he's back shortly. Because not, it's just us for the time being. Um, so. There's no one else in the green room well, today? Well, I'm still hanging out here. Well, we could bring Brian in, I guess. Well, of course uh, we can lucky, bring Brian in. You're lucky I'm so uh, astute <laughs> to my job. I'm sitting here just in case. I'm like yeah. Superman waiting to jump in. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> just sitting here. Um, let's see. Bring Brian. Definitely oh. good to bring Brian in nice and early in here. You could also bring him back later. Why not? Anyways. Yeah, for got, sure. Got Brian with I'll us. I'll be here. You know, Brian will be here as always. But, uh, yeah, I know Brian and I, we were at the time of the year where we probably agree on a ton of games, and then we strongly disagree on a lot of games. And I think, you know, today is uh, no different. And uh, Brian's date is tonight. So we're all, <laughs> we're all in tune for that one. Um, Absolutely. Look at those comments fly in, Brian. Everyone wants to know how I'm a little worried, though. I haven't heard from her today, so I don't know. I'm a little... It's know. early in the day. Yeah, yeah don't early. choke, man. Don't <laughs> choke. You got this. Have confidence. Girls yeah. love confidence. Yeah, just show up. Yeah, if you have as much confidence as you do in your picks, gold star. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm the total opposite as far as that goes. Picks, I'm confident. Carry it over. Carry you it got over. this. Yeah, you just go load up on that charcuterie and... Uh, <laughs> Show up with the board, as they say. Oh, I went to bed last night. UNLV got it done. I was a little worried. Uh, they were never really, I don't think, outside of covering, but I thought they might be able to steal that game last night. But uh, Rebels lost it, but it was a cover. Yeah, I, I thought last night's yeah. games were kind of were kind of interesting. And, you know, I didn't give out any premiums in college football last night, but I would have gone 4-1. and one. And in NBA, I didn't give out any premiums, and I would have been 9-0. and oh. I gave out every wow. video pick I gave out in the NBA hit yesterday. Every single one in the parlay. <laughs> I like, lost on Memphis, but hit on Air Force. So two and one, not too bad. Liked Houston in that one. I, I liked, that was the one game I would have lost was Nevada. Um, I liked them in that game. Went to overtime. They were getting, what, one? They lost wow. by two. And, you know. I went to bed. They were up by 14. Uh, was it seven or four? I forget. But I, I saw it went to over, three overtimes. I couldn't believe it. I was a little... I was thinking uh, the man up above getting me the W there. Anyways, well, what do you got going on today? You got a free pick for everybody? Oh, uh, yeah, my free pick's a little bit of a kiss up here. I'm going to take the Miami Hurricanes. As, uh, I can bust on them, but they, I think they finally turned the corner despite losing to Florida State last week. Miami has a real shot with uh, Tyler Van 
a Van Dyke quarterback facing off against a very weak Virginia Tech team uh, that normally own the Hokies. Uh, I mean, uh, Miami Hurricanes normally own the Hokies two and five against the spread last seven times these two teams have met. I think Miami is going to want to put last week far behind it. Uh, and I think uh, Hokies have only covered one road game this season. They're one and eight against the spread last nine games, following a straight up win. So I'm going to play Miami. I think it's minus seven, seven and a half in some spots. Uh, try to get your best number. Joe. I'm a little uh, worried about Miami today just because of the weather. I think it is definitely, if I was going to bet this game, how I would take it unless I hit that under, because I do see with the rain coming um, this one being a harder game for Miami, just with their passing game. And we're looking at a Virginia tech team that does strong against that pass. Um, I can't get behind Virginia tech with the points though. So give me the under in this one. I think that's my safest way to go with the rain falling. You know, I've seen a million Miami-Virginia Tech games, and these games are usually super close, so I'm a little worried about the number. I think Miami can squeak it out, but if they lose by four, I'm not surprised either. Um, these games, there always seem to be dogfights. So, it's been uh, that kind of season where Miami has to kick a field goal to win it. But uh, That's I, that's what I'm, what I'm a little worried about. It's probably Manny Diaz's uh, swan song here at Miami. I'm going to guess it's going to be Mario Cristobal will be the next head coach. Um, it's just a, it's just a hunch. Um, I, I, I know it will be someone with head coaching experience and it's going to be some, it's going to be another, it's going to be a big name. So well, yeah. you can't think they're too happy down there. I just think they, well, no, it's, out. Manny Diaz gone. is gone. I mean, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah. It's, he's he, gone. he lost that Florida state game. You're gone. I mean, that's basically it's I, you know, last week when Kevin Thomas said, well, it's not a big game for Miami. Trust me on this one. He, he he's gone. They lost to Florida State. He's gone. That's the only thing that's kept him in there is that he's been able to beat Florida State. And if you lose to your rival in, at Miami and don't have a national championship season, you're gone. That's just the way that it works. And it's like, I know it's a high expectation, but that's what you sign up for when you take that job. It's like either, yep. you, either you win the national championship or you, at the very least, beat Florida State. And if you have Florida well, on the schedule or Notre Dame, you got to beat them too. And that's it. You know, and we're not going to yeah, accept think- anything less. So Mario Cristobal, you know, will return home, and uh, we'll see what he can do. You know, I think that I think I think that they're just waiting to see what the situation, how it all shakes out at Oregon, where this team goes. And I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't coach the Ducks in the playoffs. You know, and he and he's coaching at Miami. I wouldn't Ducks be su- going to make the playoffs. So I wouldn't yeah, okay, worry about okay, that. Brian. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much they're pretty much. I in. think you're dreaming. They're pretty much in. No. At this point. Well, another loss, and they're not in. I mean, I mean, you still th- you still think Ohio State beat them? I mean, you're one of those people. You still think, I mean, you still <laughs> I, like conv- think, you still think Ohio State beat Oregon? It's like you, I think it's today like, is a they didn't. Moment for, uh, let me let me let me tell you what happened. They didn't win. Okay, they got slaughtered. It wasn't. If it was a fight, they would have stopped it. And if the game would have gone on another hour, Oregon would have kept, scored every time they had the football. I'll give the guys a bonus pick out there because I love everybody that watches this show. If they want an easy winner today, I should have had it as a premium. Ohio State's going to at least win by 21 points against Michigan State today. This is going to be the game you point to and say, hey, look, they beat the fifth team in the nation, absolutely demolished them. Uh, So uh, to me, I think the Buckeyes roll today. I I, kind of kick myself I didn't have it as a premium, but I love Ohio State. We'll see. Jovan just texted he's not going to be able to make it. So uh, that's it's. I saw Ruflo was in there. Yep, 
So we'll have, well, of course, yeah, we we have plenty of guys, and Big Al will be here, you know, and Rod. So we got plenty of people. Yep. You know, but um, Joe has so much she's got to be anyway. But besides that, um, yeah, I think <laughs> I got Michigan State on the money line personally. They're plus 680. I put 300 on it, and um, I put 500 on it, actually, just because I put another 200. I had 300, and then I put 200. So it's plus six eighty. I think it pays like over th- over three grand on the five hundred. I'm almost let me see exactly tremendous I'll t- return. I'll tell you guys exactly. Well, it's easy money. So no, I disagree. Well, whatever, 100%. Brian. I mean, it's not your type of bet. We know you would like to no. lay the goal. You like to get the goal in the half, and it's just not available yeah. for you in this one. But this is how you make money in sports betting: is you find these easy opportunities like this, where all the suckers are on one side, and you just load up on the other. So. What happened is the Michigan State actually went to plus 725 on, on the money line as I put my bet in. I put 300. So, um, no, no, I put 500 pays 3,400. Oh, wait, no, no. That was what I, I originally had at 680. So my 500 was going to pay 3,400. But my new win amount is 500 pays $3,625. You see, we're currently at minus 20, 19 and a half. It was about 18. Oh, I don't 20. care. I hope it goes to my, I hope it goes to minus 50. I'll bet it again. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I, I mean, all the suckers are humping up on Ohio State. It's the most public, one of the most public teams it out is, there. It is, but not today. Yeah, because they're the, the they're the ESPN team. The you know, this is the team that's ranked in the rankings because they get people to, to go to the games and to watch the games. There's no more public action than Ohio State team. But they haven't beaten a ranked team all season. And here's the are against a top ten ranked team. And the last time they played a top ten ranked team at home, they got it handed to them. That's all right. Well, I see we got a lot of other people joining, so I don't want to be a ball hog here. It's so, no, we got time because you're not hogging. The you're ball. not hogging because you're, good. you're not. You're not. You're good because we got um, a ton of time. But I don't see it that way. What I see is an Ohio State team that hasn't beaten a ranked team all season, and um, it's, and they played a ranked team at home, and they got it handed to them. I think they're in for a world of hurt today. And we've seen Ohio State in these spots. I showed you my ticket from from 2017 in a very similar spot on almost the exact same day, right? I showed you my ticket. Iowa was plus 20. I money-lined them. I was at the Westgate. Money-lined them. I believe there's a similar I turned it into $30,000. With Purdue when they played Ohio State because I think they're – Purdue's not a ranked team. Iowa. Purdue's not a ranked team. They're not – no, they weren't. No, they Purdue weren't. Purdue was not a ranked Iowa, team. They, to they lost Iowa. at home to Minnesota. Purdue is not a ranked, ranked team. team. No, they're I didn't not. Say they were a ranked team. I'm saying they were some. There was some public sentiment that since uh, yeah, Purdue but the, did well but they're but Iowa. Purdue's not a ranked team. They're not a good team. They're not an elite. They're not a top ten team in the nation. You're playing against a top ten team in the nation that took Michigan, let spotted them twenty five points and beat them. You're talking about a Michigan State team that's gone on the road, beat Miami in Miami early in the season like a drum. I mean, I, they're going to they're gonna win this game. Ohio yeah. State's and terrible. I'm right between this you guys. is not I'm a good Ohio Michigan State team. State the writing, and this is, what, this is what they're going to say. This is what they're going to say after the game. The writing was on the wall because this defense has been terrible all season, and they are terrible, and they're terrible against the run, and that's what Michigan State is going to punch it right in the right in the face. You watch. Seen it a million times. And we've seen Ohio State at this point in the season and sometimes against unranked Michigan State teams that just get hung on them in these games. 
Can I advertise my pack before I get out here? Well, is that your free pick? Was Ohio State? My no, my my free pick was the Miami University Hurricanes oh. laying the points. But I believe that Ohio State is the better of the two picks, and I, I don't think you'll have any trouble. It's the sucker the of the bets. The line opened at twenty in this game. You know, it did. It's yeah, not it like, did, and it went down a bit, but it went the way it was supposed to go. And now supposed it's back to up. go. I mean, because what is it supposed to go action. the way that you bet it, Brian? I mean, that's just, I mean, it's no, just ridiculous. No, but I think the people, other than Ohio State fans, and they have a lot of them, uh, the people that uh, look on the outside, see a Michigan State team rank getting almost three touchdowns, and that's going to be a, an automatic bet. Because the Ohio State yeah. needs it to make the playoff. They got to run it up because they're going they to make the playoff. Whatever. They can't. They're not good enough. They're going they to lose outright. Too. They're going to lose outright. Anyways, go well, ahead. If they do, I, I will apologize. Go ahead. Oh, you don't need to apologize. I'm going to be cashing. I'm going to parlay it up with my other dog that I like that you're on the other side of. Okay. Oh, believe me, I'm going to you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, get myself that restored El Camino I've been looking at. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I like El Caminos. Business in the front, party in the back. What are you selling today? Today I got my... Uh, the best thing to do is get my uh, avoid the early trap three pack. It's three games that start at 12 noon, all three games for $40 at pickdogs.com or subscribe long-term with one of these other great guys on the site. I have seven total picks a day, which is usually not good for me when I go above five, but I had to add a college basketball NBA. Love all seven picks. So pick them up at pickdogs.com. All right. Well, Brian, thanks for joining us. Thanks for that insight. Um, we had fun. Yeah, we always do. We love, un, we love uns, unsubstantiated crap talk. <laughs> we specialize in it. Anyways, good we'll luck. See you later, Brian. Good luck on your date. I hope you score. <laughs> <laughs> it's Brian Bittler. He's got a big date tonight. So we, we, we laid it all out for him. We did everything but make the reservations for him yeah. yesterday. If you guys missed yesterday's show, I thought it was one of the best shows we ever had, to be honest with you. It was a lot of fun. You know, really enjoyed yesterday's show. I mean, you could, uh, you know, I didn't even know what a charcuterie board is. So I had this discussion with my wife afterwards, and she showed me, like, pictures of her friends on Facebook eating their charcuterie on uh, Friday nights, you know, having yeah. it out. You know, like, they have their charcuterie board and their glasses of wine and, you know, sit there watching, you know, some program, you know, on TV or something that they watch together or sitting out by the fire pit. <laughs> You know, yeah, it's eat, definitely a great way to spend a Friday night. The, I made eat, one last night. Eating some dried meat. <laughs> well, I'm in it for the cheeses more than the meat. Joe's in it for the cheese. I am. Do you ever Love put hot cheese. sauce on your charcuterie? Because like, we know you're big on the hot sauce, and it's like probably not a hot sauce thing, but it could be, right? Absolutely. I do. And then um, I'll put some jalapenos out, too. How about mayo? Fresh you're also jalapenos. a big mayo person. How about mayo? Um, no, not with charcuterie. No. All right. You get enough cream from the cheese. And then I like fresh avocados on my charcuterie board as well. So they're creamy as well. Well, if there's someone that knows their way around the charcuterie board, it's Chris Ruffalo, that's for sure. I think that it might be a little bit too. It's like Chris Ruffalo is the only one that I think, like, you look at the charcuterie board and you see the little dried meats and then a giant T bone steak in the middle of it. Um, that's, <laughs> that would be the Ruffalo uh, charcuterie board. Um, he's got like the full roast, you know, he's got the, 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 the napkin bundled up. He's, the, he's carving the roast on the charcuterie board. It's like, 
right over the uh, the cheeses. I'm just looking for his name here. There we go. Anyways, Chris, welcome to the show. Been doing a lot of the college basketball videos with me. I appreciate it. Definitely could. I think more coverage is always a good thing. That's I've kind of that's the Mitch way, you know, that I started with at um, you know my original college football uh, play site. Brought it over to Sports Chat Place and now, um, you know, here at Pick Dogs. Is he frozen? I think um, he is. I think Ruflo's frozen. He's pulling a Joe move yeah. right there. Fake freezing bolt. <laughs> he s- does it much better than me, though. He's not even blinking, so no, he must he, be truly frozen. He is frozen. We'll have to bring him out. Yep. Anyways, Ruflo will be back in a second. I'm sure. Hopefully. Most definitely well. Yeah, we've got quite a few more guests today, Mitch. It's going to be a lot of fun. He said he's coming back. The computer rebooted on him. Oh. I hate when it does that. So, Mitch, which game is going to make your big screen today? In the early games? Yeah. Uh, it's going to probably be Michigan State, Ohio State um, on the big screen. Oklahoma State, Iowa State. Iowa State on a smaller and Florida State Boston College is another circle game for me. I'm going to have that on um, one of the smaller TVs as well. I'm also looking at Clemson Wake early. So those are the four. Ooh, that that will, will be a good game as those well. Those are the four that I'll have early. Then when we move into yeah. that um, that 3.30 p.m. slot, I'm looking more at the um, Michigan-Maryland game, Wisconsin-Nebraska, Cincinnati-SMU, Minnesota, Indiana, of course, Arkansas, Alabama will be my games in that time slot. And then as we move on throughout the day, at 5.30, Baylor, Kansas State's going to find its way onto one of my TVs. Of course, Virginia Tech, Miami will go on the big screen. Oregon Oregon against uh, Utah, um, probably one of the smaller ones. And then um, we'll do the Boise-New Mexico game. I just love the games on the blue turf. Oh, for sure. Yeah, there's going to be so many great games. I'm going to miss a whole bunch of them early, but I'll be back for these night ones. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with your set. The field is blue. Ruffalo. We lost him. Brian Bittler's empty seat. Okay. Having a little bit of technical difficulties, guys. Sorry about that. Let's see. We get him in here in a second. Yep. Try our best. We got time. We're running ahead, which is always good. This is why you run ahead of schedule. In case you Definitely. Have in case you have Ruffalo on the show, which we do. <laughs> He's not frozen. So, Chris, where we last left off, um, oh, now he's frozen. Now, it's it's kind of like just having internet issues, right? He has, yeah, Does I he know he's so. on? I don't think he knows he's on right now. Could be interesting. Yeah, this is fun. We'll just leave him. We'll leave him on. Let's see what Ruffalo does. Don't don't do that. <laughs> Whatever you do. <laughs> oh man. He can't hear us. No, he cannot. But he knows he's on. <laughs> so you can only imagine what's uh, going on here. Is he muted he on knows. Skype? Is that the issue? I believe he is muted on Skype. Now he's he's left us. No. Well, we got some issues. Might have to skip him and bring Rod in. I think that's Sounds a, good. That's the 
think that's what we'll do. We've let's see. I've lost my stuff in here. All right. Well, this is the beauty of live YouTube. Um, you don't get a chance to edit. But um, let's see if we could. I don't see Chris coming back, so we'll try Rod this time. Yep. Rod is um, muted too. Let's see. <laughs> I should be good now. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see if we can get you in. And weird because I don't see on my menu. Oh, there you are. All right. All right. Well, kind of different order than we're used to seeing, but we got Rod on with us. Rod, how's it going? Going good, going good. Got Saturday. Second to last college football Saturday of the year. We've got, well, we'll have championship Saturday, and we've got tons of bowl games, but as far as true college football Saturdays, this is our um, second to last one. Of course, next week, um, Thursday, you know, Thanksgiving Day, we've got football and Friday, we got a giant card of football. No, not giant, but a lot bigger than we're used to seeing on Fridays. It's the best Friday college football card of the year. And then, of course, next Saturday is that's it. You know, so um, we still got plenty of stuff though to keep us occupied. Of course, NHL and uh, and then the exciting bowl season starts. So it's yeah, just, so lots giant, of stuff going on. We got a giant NHL card today. Is there any? You want to give everybody kind of a side NHL pick before we get started? Sure, give me one second. Let me have a quick, quick boo, and I'll throw you one out there. This is what happens when you catch people off guard. <laughs> right. yeah, I, wasn't ready. <laughs> I see a couple Mitchy Pucks picks here that I could give out, actually. The Islanders uh, finally playing a home game here. Against, right, and it looks like they might lose that home game. Against Calgary. Well, they're favored. We got... Uh, I know they're favored, but that doesn't mean anything. They still have to put the puck in the net. Maple Leafs are playing. They're always good for a fade. Let's <laughs> top the first game, first home game after uh, after that crazy start of the season. Uh, well, we can here, get... here's one for you. Go ahead. Here, here's one. I'm looking at. I like uh, if you look at the Flyers. They've been playing some pretty good hockey. I know they just lost that last game, but they're in there and they've been fighting and battling. Here's a good one. Bruins on the road has just been awful this season. So uh, take the nice plus money uh, with the Flyers here to uh, beat the Bruins. Who you look at their numbers, they have been awful on the road this season. So uh, I think the Flyers can get the, the Bruins nap, and I think in that lower hard-hitting affair, take the Flyers. Nice plus money there. I see some Mitchie Pucks plays here uh, now that I've got a chance to look at the hockey. So uh, I'm excited for this one. But um, what do you got for us for college football today? College football, we're going to go with, uh, I'm going to take Cincinnati here uh, in their big game. They need to come out and uh, roll uh, over SMU in this one. SMU has not been good on the road. And I'm like, uh, Cincinnati should be able to uh, slow down SMU's offense with their uh, solid defense. And then uh, Cincinnati, here they could take advantage of the weak pass defense uh, by SMU in this game. You know, the Mustangs, one and four ATS, their last as a dog. They're also one and four ATS, their last five on the, as a road dog. Cincinnati, four and one, their last five versus a team with a winning record. I think the uh, Cincinnati Bearcats come in here and uh, roll over SMU and uh, get their good statement win that they keep looking for and keep rolling along. So I like Cincinnati in this one. Big. Joe? 
It is so hard for these teams to keep rolling undefeated. I'm worried about Cincinnati um, tonight for sure with this many points, but I think it's the only way I could take this game because I can't get behind SMU. They're one and four against the spread in their last five as an underdog. This is a stay off for me. You know, it's seniors day. Cincinnati should get it, but I, I don't trust in it enough to make it one of my bets at all. I'm not touching it. Yeah, I like Cincinnati here. I think that they're sick of hearing about not running up the score. And I just think that they're a lot more physical team here than SMU. And I think that's where the problem's going to be. I think SMU's going to you know, throw the ball, but I think what's going to happen is Cincinnati's going to get to the lead and it's going to be basically they're going to know that they're throwing. So I, I'm going to go with... Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Rod here as well. I'm gonna go with the Cincinnati Bearcats. I think they. I think this is the blowout statement win makes it even tougher for the uh, pollsters. What do you guys like for the total on this? The under has hit five of the last five meetings between these two. I like the over. I think we. I like the over too because I think SMU can get enough to uh, get us over that total, and I think Cincinnati runs right over them. I think unless the only way it 40. hits under is if so. Cincinnati shuts them out. Yeah, really. Nah, I don't see that. I don't see it <laughs> happening either. But um, Rod, what do you got for sale today at Pick Dogs? For me, over at Pick Dogs today, I've got uh, my Super Saturday stiff arms. I've got uh, seven college uh, football games. I absolutely love. We crushed our ten star executive info yesterday at college hoops. Our college basketball. Our college football. So much sports going on ahead. <clears throat> we got seven. We swept the board last Saturday. We're six zero and one. Uh, run our last seven. So I'm rolling along with college football. Uh, I'm going to sweep the board again today. Uh, jump aboard and get my uh, Super Saturday stiff arms in college hoops. Our college football, and uh, I also got a three pack. My NHL hat trick. Number one capper up over at Pick Dogs, and I'm excited for. Uh, my favorite day and best day in hockey, Saturday night hockey. I got three best bets over there. And we light the lamp as we continue to cross-check the books and cash in. So, I'm going to call football or uh, NHL over at uh, Pick Dogs Premium. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us, Rod. We appreciate it as always. We'll see you in just a little bit on the VIP show. And, of course, every day right here on Pick Dogs. Thanks Morning for having show. me. Excited. Big day. Rod Zwacki, of course, with us as always. I believe Ruffalo is back and audible and all of those kind of good things. Depends on how you look at it. I think uh, I think we mentioned that charcuterie board, and I think it just sent him over the edge. I think that was more than he could handle. It's kind of like it's it's kind of like my dog with a tennis ball. It's like all of a sudden he just forgets everything he ever knew, and uh, it's like he hears charcuterie, and uh, well, he's in. Chris. You got that uh, roast ready for the charcuterie board? It's that's how, that's how you know it's my computer. You hear the word charcuterie and everything <laughs> shuts down. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my bone. That's my bone to pick with you two. There's a charcuterie board conversation. And I'm not on the show. What's that about? Yeah, it's. Uh... <laughs> mm-hmm. Someone's got some spinning to do. Well, you got, um, it's that time of year. And like I was saying to everybody before, it's, you know, you have, um, you've been doing the videos um, with me on college basketball. You know, you've been doing 
college basketball videos at um, Pick Dogs. How do you? Uh, how's that going? You like that or? I, I I love doing the videos. You know, it's something I'm doing every day as it is. Definitely to to be able to to get more free winners out for everybody. It's uh, it's, I can't ask for anything more. I just it, I, I love it's my favorite time of the year. Just like you love love college football. I love college hoops. This is what I've been doing since day one. So definitely it's been uh, it's been a blast doing so far. I can't wait to see what else we're going to be doing in the future. Yeah, I think that um, the next step that you and Joe will probably be doing some videos together as well. And, uh, you know, some of the other cappers and stuff. So, uh, you know, I'm ex- absolutely. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. To looking s- forward to it. I'm excited to see it. So, um, what do you got today in uh, college football for everyone? Well, I got a couple of uh, free plays that I like, and you know, this one may not be a popular pick, but you know, you look at this Rutgers and Penn state matchup, Penn state coming off that loss to Michigan, you know, a heartbreaking loss with a, with a, a still a, a pass to a tight end that I don't know how that breaks off but that's another story for another day but you know it still means that Penn State you know still have six wins on the year and uh you know they're just pretty much waiting for their postseason fate to be decided they've already been slated into a probably a mid-level bowl game meanwhile Rutgers comes into this one you know five and five on the year they haven't clinched bowl eligibility yet I'm not sure they want to leave it to a to an all-deciding game next week against Maryland you know I just think that this is a Rutgers team that can run the football on Penn State you know we we saw um, Illinois do the same thing to Penn State in, in their upset win earlier this season. You know, I, I'm going to be taking Rutgers plus the points, but my, my favorite player is Rutgers on the money line at plus 650. I think this is, you know, an all-important game for the Scarlet Knights. I think we see the most inspired effort we've seen from Greg Schiano's team all season. And, uh, you know, just from a Penn State team that I think is, is just disinterested at this point, just waiting to find out where they're going in the, in the postseason. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you, Joe. How about you? Yeah, I'm completely with you on this. Rutgers plus the points just barely missed hitting my premiums today. I absolutely love it, though. Um, Moneyline, it 100% could happen. I'd definitely sprinkle on that. And I like the under because I think this is going to be a low scoring, just battle to the end in the trenches. So um, I'm with you. Yeah, I think what we've seen, you know, from Penn State is just so much inconsistency this season. And, you know, they're, it's like they seem to get really up for the good teams. Like, we saw them play Ohio State really tough. And, you know, they played Michigan fairly tough for most of the game in Auburn. But, you know, when they play against these Illinois and of the world, they just seem to be flat as a pancake. And, um, you know, I think very possible that Rutgers could take them out today. Yeah, definitely one of my, my favorite plays on the board. The other one, I'm, I'm looking at this uh, uh, Louisiana and Liberty matchup and, well, taking another money line dog here. I'm I'm on Louisiana on the money line. You know, Liberty. You know, that's seven and three on the year, and they're going to go as far as Malik Willis takes them. But I still have a little bit of PTSD from being on the wrong side of that Louisiana Monroe game, where uh, <laughs> I think I think Liberty was laying thirty two and a half in that one and lost outright. So, you know, the loss Louisiana Monroe not as bad as it would have been in years past, considering that you know ULM's actually won what four or five games this year, but still. Not a loss that you want to have if you're if you're a, a improving Liberty program under Hugh Freeze. It, when you when you lose that kind of game, it kind of puts you on the national spotlight for the wrong reasons. Meanwhile, uh, Louisiana, this is a team that can uh, that can ground and pound Liberty, and they can keep the ball out of Willis's hands. And Levi Lewis has been an absolute stud. This is a guy that does not lose often, and uh, Louisiana Raging Cajuns just on fire right now. I think they push for that uh, that tenth win this season, and. Uh, I think they get it in this one. I think they beat Liberty outright. You can take the points, but my play is going to be here, uh, Louisiana on the money line. 
Joe? Absolutely love it. Parlay that with Rutgers. What a payday that would be. Um, give me the over in this one, though. I think both these defenses have so many holes. Uh, both teams are going to light up the board. I absolutely love the over. Yeah, you know, for me, it's like I had Liberty in that game against Louisiana Monroe, so, you know, they're dead to me. I mean, that's really where they're at. Where they're at. And we saw last week against uh, Ole Miss, you know, Liberty played, and really – all the points that they scored, anything that they did was in garbage time after the game had been settled. And they had a chance to backdoor cover at the end, and they couldn't even get that right. This quarterback is rated like one of the top quarterbacks in the nation, but I haven't seen it. I mean, if you can't beat – like last year in the draft, I loved Mac Jones because he had shown he can win, you know. And I think winning is, is an important thing. I thought the same thing when Justin Herbert was coming out, you know, that here's a guy that proved he can win. And I think I really liked about Justin Herbert at Oregon was that they had to basically physically remove him from the field to take him out of a game. He didn't care what the score was up or down. You know, he was, he was that type of guy. And I like those type of guys, but I don't see that, you know, at Liberty. I just don't see it. But what I see is a Louisiana team, like you said, and just big motor, you know, I like motor guys, I like motor teams, and I think Louisiana has that. And I think that for some reason, Liberty this year is not as good as the Liberty team that we saw last year. I just don't think they're as good. The line looks a little fishy. I don't care. I think this game's a field goal game at most, and I think Louisiana's got a chance to win it outright. Lost your volume. Sorry, I didn't want to be clicking in the background while you were talking, but I'm just trying to find Malik Willis' game logs here because, like you said, which I haven't been impressed with him either. I know he's, he's a dual threat, and I know he's uh, definitely a guy that that's gonna you know be the talk of the of uh, early rounds of the NFL draft. But you know, I think there's only so much that can be said for for how he's performing. Like you said, if you if you lose the game to ULM, then uh, probably not something that you want to be writing home about. But uh, yeah, you know he has he's had a few he's had a couple hundred yard rushing games this season and he's been uh, he's been taking care of the football pretty well. But again, against Ole Miss last week, he threw three interceptions and uh, was only held to seventy one rushing yards. So definitely, I think uh, I think Louisiana's in play here if they can if they can keep Willis at bay. All right, well, what do you got for sale today at Pick Dogs? I got a couple different five packs for the college sports today. I got my uh, my Saturday sweeper, my uh, college football five pack. Five plays on the board that I have a really strong feeling we're going to go 5-0 and with today because I absolutely love these plays. Save the best for last. Some of my favorite college football plays of the entire season. So check that out as well as my five-point swing for uh, college basketball. Again, five more plays that you know, I don't think you can go wrong with. It. And I wouldn't be surprised we could sweep the board there as well. Got my NBA black card if you're just looking for something in the uh, the association today as well. Tons of options over at, uh, at Pick Dogs as well as the uh, Puck Dogs package. With myself and Rod Zawacki, we're, we're going to be tearing it up as well today. Lots of opportunities to make money over at Pick Dogs Premium. All right. Well, Chris, thanks for joining us. Of course, we appreciate it, and we'll see you tomorrow here on the live show for NFL Sunday. Absolutely. We'll see you guys then. Thanks, Chris. Chris Ruffalo, of course, a regular, and he's been a regular for ever on our shows. Of course, we are heading up to that anniversary of Christmas Eve when uh, the term Ruffalo was invented straight oh really yes it was i didn't know that's when it was invented yes christmas eve one game on the board chris said he was going to pass and uh hence the term ruffalo was 
born. Um, That's when it was born. I absolutely love this story. Oh, it's, when your when your name becomes like a catchphrase, that's yeah. when you know you've made it. You know, so absolutely, we need to start hashtagging that and things. I I use it I use it on a regular basis. Yeah, uh, I know Chris. Uh, he doesn't like it as much as we do, but that's okay. You know, it's what makes it more fun. But um, we've got Jovan with us, so we're going to bring him on in a hurry here and uh, see what he has to say about College Football Saturday. Jovan, welcome to the show. We tried to get you on a couple times this morning, but uh, sounds like you got some company over there. Yes, I do. (laughs) Absolutely do. Someone doesn't like (laughs) Joe Madden. (laughs) Someone doesn't like Joe Madden's voice. That's what it is. Can't be me. <laughs> it absolutely must be my voice. <laughs> but we gotta get through it, so let's get it. Well, what do you got going on today in uh, college football? Well, for my free play, you know, we're gonna go to Big Ten land. You know, we're gonna go to Happy Valley of Penn State, and we're gonna um, we're gonna take a look at Rutgers. Now, I like Graciano. You know, good, hard-nosed defensive coach. You know, been the defensive coordinator in the NFL and college football. Been a longtime head coach, a couple stints in um in Rutgers, and I think that with the way that um they they played last week, you know, might set this up nicely against um a Penn State team who, quite frankly, dropped the ball against Michigan last week, and I think they're gonna, they're going to be feeling the effects, you know, um this week, you know, whenever these teams play as low scoring. Penn State usually, you know, say manhandles them. But I just think in this one, with the fact that Sean Clifford hasn't been right, you know, for the past, what, five, six weeks, and, um, you know, the fact that Rutgers is 7-0 in their last seven games as a road underdog and 9-1 in their last 10, last 10 road games, you know, Rutgers gets the call for me. Joe? Sorry, I was muted there for a second. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, with you and Chris both on this, I really wish this was one that made my premium picks because it's one that I've been liking all week. I really think Rutgers does come out strong and taking them plus the points in a game that's going to be so low scoring today. Definitely think it's the best way to take it. I think Penn State is also somewhat sidetracked here with all the James Franklin rumors flying, um, you know, where he could be headed. And, uh, you know, I don't think he's at Penn State next year. We see. I think there's going to be a ton of coaching moves in the next week. So uh, I could see uh, Mario Cristobal to Miami. I could see James Franklin to USC. All the all the ones that make sense. You know, I could even see uh, Dave Aranda to LSU. Those are my predictions um, off the top of my head. What do you got for sale yeah, today yeah. at Pick Dogs? Yeah, so I got a nine pack. You know. Saturday shootout all day, nine pack, nine plays that I think is going to hit. You know, with these last couple weeks in um, college football, you really have to tread lightly, especially next week with the rivalry game. But this week, you know, there's a lot of um, what looks like um, mismatches, but may not be, you know. So I think I have nine um, that I, you know, waded through the weeds and, you know, so I picked some winners and, you know, they're, they're for the people to um, enjoy. You know, for a price, of course, forty nine ninety nine. But um, yeah. So you know, check me out on that. Um, I'm not gonna have any ba- basketball today. 
but I'll have that tomorrow. So, you know, there it is. All right. Well, thank you for, uh, thank you for coming on board and, uh, well, we appreciate you taking the time. We'll see you tomorrow for NFL Sunday. Absolutely. See you tomorrow. Once again, Joe Von Burtz um, makes it on with uh, baby in, in tow. Baby's in a good mood this morning and loves college football. So I probably just really sad that the season's coming to an end. You know, it just college football, like it just comes and then it just goes in a, uh, in, in a hurry like that. But, um, Oh, for sure. It's been a blank, Mitch. I actually can't believe how fast the season's gone. Yep. It happens. Um, it happens fast, right? It's like before yep. you know it, it's like it's that beginning of the season. Oh, it's just the beginning of the year. And then, um, you know, you get to November and all of a sudden it's all over. And, you know, it's the same way with all the sports, college basketball, you know, NFL, we've turned the corner into the second half of the season as well. So, you know, just a lot of, um, you know, college basketball and just getting started. And, you know, the NBA, it feels like it just got started, but we're already, you know, almost a quarter of the way through the season with that as well. But uh, bring in Big Al McMorty. Al, welcome to the show. Um, of course, hey, guys. Of course, we've got a massive Saturday. We're getting into these rivalry games. The weather is starting to, uh, you know, look like college football weather and, fo- you know, the weather we associate with it. It's kind of all coming together here. So, uh how you doing today? I'm good. I just, uh, I think I might have told you I'm going off to Las Vegas today. I just screwed up my travel plans. I should have planned it better. I, I get in, you know, after all the 3.30 games are pretty much ending. I should have planned it where I got in in the morning and I could have, could have actually enjoyed the games, but oh well. It happens, you know, it's like, um, you know, with all this stuff, I guess, you know, from LA, it can't be that long of a flight though. So, you know, with the iPad and the, you know, the phone and everything, you pretty much set up your own sports book, you know, <laughs> in the airport. And I'm sure make a lot of friends that way too. And then, uh, you know, outside of that, you probably, uh, you know, on the plane, you know, they all, a lot of them have TVs now too. So, yeah. Well, it's not this. I, I, I just should have done it where I, you know, got in around, you know, 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. rather than, um, you know, mid afternoon. Oh, well. I usually try and get in like on Tuesday before. <laughs> That's how I do it. You know, it's, I would end up staying a couple of days too long. But, uh, you know, Vegas, always a good time. We know you're going to see Joe D'Amico out there. So wish him our yeah, best, of course. Yeah, dinner with Joe tonight. Yep. So wish Joe our best, of course, as always. But uh, Where's what... he taking you for dinner? We're going to Major Domo over at the uh, uh, Venetian or Palazzo. Nice. Nice. Joy. I, I haven't been to Vegas in a while. This is the longest it's been probably for, you know, since probably like 2005. This is like the longest that it's been for me since I've been to Vegas. So um, it's been a couple of years now. It's crazy. But uh, well, we'll, I'll, we'll I'll, have to get you out there next summer. Uh, hopefully things are different, you know, and, you know, who knows where I'll be and what will be going on. But, you know, I, I hope to be out there soon. And, um, yeah, definitely. But uh, what do you got going on today? What do you like? Well, first game I want to look at is the game between Navy and East Carolina. And this is an interesting situation. Navy has won five straight in this series, and they've been favored in each of the last four meetings. But they're not favored today, even though they're at home. East Carolina is a four-point road favorite. So it's kind of a 
role reversal situation. And one of the things I like to do in college football is when I get that team that's lost, you know, five, seven or 10 times in a row to its opponent, and it was an underdog in all or maybe all but one of those seasons, when they then become a favorite, it's actually a really good time to take a look at that team. And we saw just that situation last week in the Oregon State Stanford. Oregon State had lost 11 meetings to the Cardinal and they had lost by an average, I think like 24 points a game. And then last week they were favored by 12 and a half at home versus Stanford. And I had a big play on Oregon State and they won that game by 21. And so that's sort of the situation here. You've got now East Carolina favored by four after losing the last five years to this Navy team, or to East Carolina, yeah, favorite. So I'm, I'm gonna take East Carolina as the road favorite. Navy also is pretty uh, bad at home when they match up against opponents off a straight up and to get the spread win. And then when priced from uh, minus four to plus 13 points, they're 0 and 14 ATS in that situation. So I think it all adds up to a Pirates win here. Joe? East Carolina looking about, at East Carolina kind of looking ahead to uh, Cincinnati a little bit of a look ahead spot, yeah. but um, Navy yeah, and not I a think, great Navy team for sure. No, it's not a great Navy team, but I think they're going to do enough to keep this one tight. I think Cincinnati on deck for East Carolina is huge, and um, I think this is a team that they're going to look past, knowing Navy's issues at home. I think they come into this one and um, they get the win, but by, by a field goal. Yeah, this one, not a game exactly on my radar, that's for sure. So I know that, you know, I see that East Carolina quarterback walk onto the field and I'm always like, oh, man, not this guy again. You know, but, um, you know, Navy at the same time has just been miserable. I'm kind of still bitter about, you know, I know Al doesn't hold a grudge against teams. He looks, you know, he starts fresh, wipes the slate clean every week. I unfortunately... I'm not that good at it as, as he is at letting things go. And that touchdown before the half that they gave up against Notre Dame really left a mark on me. So uh, kind of destroyed the whole game. Normally a game that they play super competitively, but I can, I can agree with you. Here. I think there's this line looks a little funny too, with East Carolina, you know, looking now for their seventh win, they're going to be in a quality bowl game, better bowl game. You know, I mean, they have a better record than Florida. <laughs> so then the the other game i want to look at guys it's another under the radar game shall we say it's uh, louisiana state against louisiana monroe and lsu is off three straight losses uh, to old miss alabama and arkansas and now they're favored by 29 at home versus monroe and when you take a look at how 20 point or greater home favorites do off three or more losses. They're 40 and 23 against the spread going back to 1980. So that's one reason I like Louisiana State here. Another is you take a look at how they do against their uh, little sisters from the Sun Belt, shall we say, how LSU has done over the years versus Monroe and versus Lafayette. They've played them six times. So they, is, they don't play them that often, which is a little bit surprising, but they've played them six times. They're 6-0 and straight up. They're 6-0 and ATS. And They've had, I think, like three or four shutouts of those six games, and they've won by a combined score of 255 to 13. So it's like 42 to 2. So a lot of times you see these, you know, big state universities when they play those little schools within the state. You see the little schools rise up and, you know, kind of play well against Big Brother, but that doesn't happen here. It's almost as if LSU says, like, we're not going to let you guys, you know, do anything against us. They, it seems like they take pride in stomping these little schools, uh, you know, from the Sun Belt in Louisiana. So I'm going to take Louisiana State here and lay the 29. 
Joe, LSU needs to win out to go bowling. Um, they've got Texas A&M on tap next week. What do you think? Yeah, and I, I think they do. I think LSU has a huge day, especially considering what Louisiana Monroe's uh, defense is giving up point-wise. 47.5 points per game on the road. There's no way I think LSU comes and steamrolls. I'm with you. Louisiana Monroe had the big win against Liberty. I think that was their season. They followed it up with another win. But since then, we've seen that the quarterback play has been absolutely miserable. I mean, they lost at home to Arkansas State. So going on the road here to uh, Baton Rouge, Coach O's second to last game possibly as head coach of the Tigers. And he's probably going to roll it up to the home crowd. I, I like LSU in this one. LSU also has a lot of players on their roster that, you know, despite the four and six record, they have a lot of guys that are headed to the NFL. So they probably a lot of scouts at this game. They're going to need to showcase these guys and yeah, they're going to showcase them. I like this one. This one could get real ugly in a hurry. So over at pick dogs, premium guys, I've got 15 selections today. I've got seven in college football, three in the NBA, and five in college basketball. I'm going to pass in hockey today. I'm on a little uh, run here over the past eight weeks, 175 and 119. Uh, that's 200. Uh, I can do math, 284 games, something like that, 294 games. So if folks want to get on board, uh, you can join for a week or a month and get all of my selections over that time and also team me up with one of the other champion handicappers here at Pick Dogs. So we have our Become a Capper contest going on at Pick Dogs. Starts December 1st. Any advice for uh, all of these people that uh, are ready to become a capper? I don't have a JV site. I don't, there's no Mitch's memo out there. There's only, you know, Pick Dogs and Sports Chat. So they're going to be with us right here on the show, Al. Any advice how, for how, these guys? Well, sure. How long does the contest run? The contest runs from December 1st to December 31st. So all from, from December 1st through the college football championship games, and then um, conference championship games. Then we have a good portion of the bowl season through the college football playoff. And then, of course, any NFL games, college basketball, and NBA and NHL mixed in. So we're only sticking to those five sports. And um, you can't do money lines of greater or less than. Um, plus. So if you're going to do money line, plus 175 is the max that we're allowing it. So you can't just, you know, be way out of it and take a, you know, gigantic underdogs and, you know, hope to hit. But it'll be runs. just, just like net wins, net profit. Is that the uh... yeah net profit? So minus minus one ten on a loss plus a hundred on a win and uh, money lines are what they are. If you take a money line favorite, that's more than minus minus one seventy five. It's a loss. Um, automatically, if you take a money line dog, the max it will pay is plus one seventy five. So you can take a bigger money line dog than that, but it's only going to pay plus one seventy five. Well, I mean, you know, the, the only advice I would give would be pretty intuitive. Just give out games you really like and don't give out games you don't. Right. It's three It's three per day max, you know, so it's like it's, that's the whole idea. Dial it in, and it's like we've we've had good luck with these in the past. We got James Clark and Jovan from, from our contest last year, and um, like I said, no reason to have a minor league site or anything like that because anything, anyone that can knock down the field that we're going to have for this contest, last year we had about four or 500 people enter. Um, generally it's not, you know, one week or anything like that over the, if you can put together a win, and I was surprised how many people had a winning month, um, last year, but, um, you know, I'm expect I'm expecting to see some heavy duty competition out there. A lot of people claiming they are going to win. Did, did, did I ever tell you how I actually got into this business way back in 1991, 92? No, but I'd love to hear it. 
real quick because you just reminded me of all of this. It all just came back. So there's this guy named Porkchop down in Grapevine, Texas. I don't know if you remember Porkchop and, you know, the bounty hunter and Steve Turner of Texas Sports Bar, that crew. But anyway, Porkchop kind of, I made his acquaintance, but he didn't know my name. I would leave plays for him on his uh, voicemail recording. And I left like six plays for him one day and all six won. So he then was a great marketer and he had this contest and he called me the Phantom. And he said, I don't know who this Phantom is, but he's the best handicapper I've ever seen. It's a Phantom contest over two successive weeks. And he said to all the people who would, you know, call and listen to his free recorded message line, if anyone can beat the Phantom, you have to pick 15 games on a Saturday, you know, in college basketball. He goes, you would get a free week of pork chop service. And so then, so I'd gone 6-0 in, in, in football, like, the, the, to get this whole thing started. Then for the beat the Phantom thing, I went 11-4 and four one week in college basketball and then 12-3 the next week in college basketball. And then that's how it got started. After that, he was like, you know, uh, he, he put me in business and he bought a 900 line for me. And then we split the profits for about six months and then brought, bro, you know, broke off on my own. But that was sort of how uh, that all got started back that, in 1991, 92. And that's how it happens. And it's like, you know, we're hoping to find the next Big Al. We're hoping to find the next Joe Madden. We're hoping to find the next, you know, whatever or the newest or whatever, the latest, greatest. I'm excited. We had, I think, you know, finding Jovan and James, um, you know, these guys are just getting started in the industry and we've seen the runs that they've been able to put together. And I, I know there's some good cappers out there and I know there's some people that, you know, think they're really good cappers and well, we'll see if, if we'll see how they do when they don't just get to say they're winners when they have to, it's kind of like on Jeopardy when, when it's, when you, you don't count the negatives, right? It's like, you just sit there and yell out the answers that you know, but you don't count the ones that you got wrong, right? They don't count against you and wheel of fortune where it's always your turn, right? When you're watching it, you know, it's a thing, but I think it's going to be fun to see. I think it's always fun to see. And we have a, a new rule this year that if you're more than 2000 units out of the lead, you're out of the contest. So you got to really, really, you know, pick your spots, like you said, and, and, you know, if, if somebody can run away and hide from the field, welcome aboard, right? That's, that's what I say. You can put together a 2,000 unit lead over, uh, you know, a field of 500 cappers. You're in, you know, that is, that would be super impressive, especially, you know, given the rules, you know, that you can't make these giant money line dog bets. Yeah, it'll be fun. I can't wait to watch. All right. Well, thank you. Thanks again for. Oh, what do you have today at Pick Dogs? Did you say? Oh, sure. Uh, well, I think I mentioned I've got fifteen plays. You can mention uh, it again. Mention again. Okay, I've got seven plays in college football, including my number one college football favorite of the month. So, if you like to play chalk as opposed to underdogs, you don't want to miss that play. I've got a triple pack in the NBA, and then I've got a five-game package in college basketball. The college basketball package uh, is primarily early games with one game at night, but you get all five for one low price. And so 15 plays today. All right. Well, Al, thanks for joining us. That actually wraps up today's show. I think we've covered everyone. Um, we appreciate everyone that's joined us today. Al, knock them dead in Vegas. I'm, I know that some people, they welcome at the door. Other people like people like, you know, this is what people used to say to me, right? In Vegas, like, Oh, don't you get to write off your losses you know, on your taxes? Like, it doesn't really work that way. If only. <laughs> if only, you know, it's like, they're like, oh, don't you get a sheet? You get to write off your laws. I think that's like for the slot players or something. It's like, I, I've never gotten the chance yet. Normally I get the little ticket. They make you 
fill out the form and you're stuck at the window from hitting the superfecta or something. And I hope you hit some yep. supers uh, today at the book. But uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Be sure to smash the like button. The way to enter the Become a Capper contest is follow us on Instagram or Twitter. That's where the contest will be run. Joe Madden's running the contest, so uh, her and Rod. Um, so knock yourselves Absolutely. out. I can't wait to. Numbers uh, will be out soon. Yeah, you'll be able to hang out on Saturdays, talk college football with Joe Madden, myself, and now. So have a great day, everyone. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate each and every one of you. I'm going to try like crazy to act more professional tomorrow. I promise. <laughs>